You are listening to the Free to Be Mindful podcast, which provides bite-sized tips for busy parents, educators, and anyone working with kids. These real talk conversations focus on mindful living, mental health, and personal growth, helping all to learn, grow, and inspire with mindfulness in mind. I'm your host, Vanessa De Jesus Guzman, educator, licensed professional counselor, entrepreneur, and mom. I'm passionate about helping folks live life with peace of mind and ease of heart while not losing their, well, you know, here we go. Hello, and welcome to episode 124 of the Free to Be Mindful podcast. I hope that you're feeling good, looking good, and doing better in this world than you were yesterday. So being very honest with you, last week was a heavy week. If you listened to last week's episode, I was speaking about um, the raw feelings that I clearly showed on the podcast. I did not edit them out when I became emotional as I was speaking about the death of Stephen Twitch Boss. So that was last week's episode when you can handle something that's a little bit heavier. I invite you to listen in because it gives some great tips on how to have tough conversations and on what to look out for and how to take care of yourself as well. So because of all of that, I created the space that I needed for myself and I gave myself grace and compassion as far as taking care of my own mental health. And the outcome of that was that I was not able to record, edit, and send out this podcast that I typically publish on Mondays. And sometimes those decisions are really hard to make, especially if you are at the forefront of something, let's say at the forefront of managing a team at work, or you have your own business, or sometimes it's you as a parent or mom that everybody turns to, and then you're left with scrambling for your own stuff, and either you stress yourself out so much and you can't enjoy anything, or something's got to give. And because I didn't want to let the other portions fall, something had to give, and that was recording this podcast. And that's exactly what I'm going to be talking about today. But before I do, because of the last podcast topic, I was unable to take out the time and really the energy to celebrate a little bit because my friends this past weekend, which was December 17th, the free to be mindful podcast turned two years old, which is super duper exciting. So I came across some statistics that were really interesting to quickly share with you. There are 383.7 million podcast listeners globally. And by the way, I came across a stat that Amazon put out where they said that over 75% of podcasters discontinue their show within the first 12 months of starting. So here we are two years later and still going strong. So again, I thank you. So it's awesome to know that people love to learn or be entertained by just listening to podcasts. And the reason why that's easier is because you can play it by just maybe what you're doing right now in your car, around your home, when you're cooking, when you're doing laundry, 
you can just listen to it in a more passive way and still obtain information. It's funny, not too long ago, I came across a Facebook post that I found maybe about a month ago that said, I just listened to my first podcast. And I remember having the conversation with a dear friend of mine who was highly recommending listening to podcasts. And I was like, I have a gazillion things on my plate. When do you even find the time? And she explained just what I share. It's more like passive listening. And it really has made a big difference in my life, not only because of so much information that I have learned, but also now having the opportunity of sharing information with other people. So I thank you so much and I invite you to continue to support. And if you'd like to give the Free to Be Mindful podcast a little gift, please take out the time to just rate and review the podcast on your favorite platform, especially if it's on Apple. That's where we have the following the podcast and the review area so that people can see if it's a good fit for them. And what happens is, the more rates and reviews that a podcast has, the more Apple then shows it to other people so that the podcast can become more well-known than it already is. So again, I thank you and I invite you to join me for a little birthday party on an Instagram live being held on Wednesday, December 21st. I invite you for just a 20 minute Instagram live at Counselor V de Jesus, just sharing some thoughts on the podcast journey so far and answering your questions on how I can continue being a support to you. So going back to the reason why I wasn't even able to celebrate the Free to Be Mindful podcast was because all of the things going on, not only about the things that I was consuming, but just regular everyday holiday things that happen in December. And there's so much that we carry. And if you really took the time to list them down, which I know that you won't, because that's another thing to do that you don't have time for. I get it. But if we really took the time to do that, check out all of the things that we typically do during a holiday season, whether we do it consciously or sometimes even subconsciously. And it's important to keep in mind, by the way, that these things that I'm about to mention, some of them do talk about leading up to the holidays, but some of them happen even after the fact. So in case you're listening to this after Hanukkah, Christmas, and Kwanzaa, and anything else have taken place, trust me, some of the things are still going to be applicable even throughout the month of January. So there are a lot more holiday outings before and after the end of December, because sometimes people say, well, let's meet after the holidays because things are a little lighter, but then it continues to be heavier. With all of those holiday outings also come a lot of added responsibility. There's managing the finance parts, not only for the outings, but then for the gifts, kind of budgeting of where you can take out from. And then sometimes there's that guilt of, oh, I really wanted to purchase this for someone else or myself or my child, and I can't because I'm unable to do so because of my finances. Or what I highly don't recommend is that then folks get into credit card debt, which is never a good thing, especially when it comes to holiday gifts, because we can work around it. Sometimes we need to keep in perspective that we can only do so much. And if the gift has to be smaller, it really all comes down to where your intentions and where it's coming from. So along with the holiday outings, also sometimes we bake treats, whether it is to take to people's homes or to bring to work. And sometimes we add that added stress to our plates as far as, well, let's bake cookies because that's what people in movies do. 
And that doesn't have to be the case. There's also the mental stress of dividing family time, especially if you're working it out between your family and perhaps a partner's family or perhaps your biological parents and then your step parents. It's a lot of managing schedules. Then along with that conversation of dividing that family time is also setting boundaries with your family, which can really be taxing, especially if you have people in your family who push the limits. You also want to establish traditions, especially if you have young children. You want to capture the memories. And sometimes when we do that, we're not presently creating the memories. And even prior to the actual holidays, capturing the memories and getting a photo for the Christmas cards and creating the Christmas cards, ordering them, getting everyone's address, and then trying to remember where you left off in regards to who you sent it to, who didn't get one, who you still need to get. And then sometimes you end up feeling bad because you missed a person anyway. But when it comes down to it, my friends, if I can fill you in, we have social media now. So if you don't send out a Christmas card, if you skip somebody, I promise you, they still know what your family looks like. (laughs) In addition to that, sometimes we work really hard on decorating the inside of our homes, and that really gives us a feel of the holidays. But then some of us really want to push the limits and decorate the outside of our homes, which really makes your community and your block and your neighborhood look nice. However, know that that's not always a possibility. I'll tell you that I've been telling my husband for the past 11 and a half years to please decorate the outside of our home, and it's still not done. And do I get disappointed about it? Sure. But is it absolutely necessary? Absolutely not. So I've learned to just let that go. And we also then decorate the house to sometimes have people over. And I always try to keep in mind that when people come over my home, they're not there to focus on every nook and cranny and corner in my home. They're there to visit me. And if they are scoping out my home, then maybe I need to reevaluate that friendship or sometimes it's family. But remember, it's about the feeling that you create in your home, which comes across not just in the decorations that you set up, but more importantly, it comes across from the feeling that you create with your warmth, with your energy, with your people. So uh, that's something that really gets to us, I know. Then overseeing all of the gift buying, who needs a gift, who doesn't, are we doing it for the family, are we just doing it for the kids, it is a lot to keep in mind. And we're still, by the way, as we do all of this, we're still managing our everyday family schedule, and now it has a couple of more things to manage because it's, you know, what grab bag are we going to here, when is the scouting party happening, when do the friends want to gather, when do the young cousins just want to gather, There's so many additional things on top of the already busy schedule that your family may have. And when we have the holiday stress on top of the everyday stress, that sometimes leads to not good things. And what I mean by that is we put so much pressure on ourselves to make sure that everything looks perfect, that the kids are dressed nicely, that the house looks perfect, that the dog looks perfect, that the gifts are perfect, that then we forget about ourselves, we forget about our mental health, and all of these things together can lead to guilt, can lead to rage, can lead to feelings of disappointment, and all in all can lead to not fully being present and in turn, not fully enjoying the holidays. 
and not fully being there for your kids. Because remember, it's not only about what happens behind the screen and how things look like, it's about the memories that you are actively creating. And then even after all of the gifts are open, that creates another set of mess, right? But then we have the time between the bulk of the holidays and New Year's Eve, where we're trying to do more things because perhaps we have more flexibility at work. But with that, the kids are also home from school, making a mess and wanting to do things. And you want to perhaps spend time with them, but you also have to keep them entertained if you have work to do or if you have other things that you feel need to get done. And that's an increased load of your physical self, but also your mental health. And this week leads to a lot of flexibility where you want to visit all the people and do all the holiday things. But then that lack of routine and that increased stimulation of all holiday things also, again, lead to this holiday stress. And with all of these things happening, what we don't want to do is find ourselves in a place where the holidays have passed and it feels like just another day and you didn't feel that spirit that we know lives somewhere down deep inside because it was there from when we were kids. So here are a couple of tips to keep in mind to help keep yourself sane, to distribute the load during the holiday season, and most importantly above all, to help you enjoy it, not just for your kids, but also for yourself. So starting off with the first thing, and I know it's going to sound like an additional things to do, but my friends, do your best to find time to carve out time for yourself. And this looks differently for everyone, but whether it be to, I always use the example, have a cup of coffee when it's still hot. Perhaps you are waking up a little earlier or when you stay up a little later, do something for yourself within that time. That can also be maybe working out and moving your body is another strategy because all of those hormones on the inside are going to help your brain and then help you more on the outside. So finding times to do something for you, which may include exercising, is going to be vital to the state of your mental well-being. You may also want to do things that you enjoy, and that may be perhaps spending time with friends, or perhaps it's more things that are more internal, like journaling, or just listening to Christmas music, or listening to a podcast, doing something where you're filling your cup before you continue to pour into someone else's cup. And I know that sometimes it's easier said than done, but you can ask for help. You are allowed to, I give you permission to ask people for help. Now with that comes a little fine print. And that fine print is that know that things don't need to be perfectly done. Or better stated, your way is not the only way to get something done. I know with many moms in particular, our way is the right way. And I totally get that. (laughs) But also you need to trust that when you ask for help, you have to allow other people to help you in their way. And sometimes that means letting go of a little control so that something can get done because done sometimes is better than perfectly undone. 
So in addition to asking for help, you also want to make sure that you communicate with your people, with those people around you, your circle, and maybe that's a partner or spouse, or maybe that's a parent or older child, or maybe that's another family member or a close friend where you can communicate what it is that you're feeling, what it is you need help on, and what it is you need. And what I mean by that is not the things that you necessarily just need to get done, but what it is that you need for yourself in order to keep yourself in one piece. And we as humans sometimes walk around with blinders because we have our to-do list and our feelings that we're managing that sometimes we forget to acknowledge what everybody else is doing. And those people around us, our partners, our spouses, our family, and even our kids have their own mental load that they're also carrying. So just being able to take perspective and acknowledge other people's loads is also very helpful so that you can see that it's not only you, and perhaps you can even be of assistance to someone else or someone else can be of assistance to you. Another thing that I myself have been focusing on is not to insert and offer help, especially if it's not asked. Sometimes a lot of us get caught in that space that we want to offer help because perhaps we have skills or things that can help out another person, but really tune in and listen to what that other person is saying. And if they're not asking for help, then maybe they're not really looking for it. And the final tip that I'll give you is to just be mindful of your expectations. Again, the importance is not on looking the part. The importance is on feeling the part. And that means putting the phone aside. That means maybe not making it to all the places you're invited to. That means knowing that Each holiday season may feel a little different and may look a little different, and that's okay. And remember that there are a lot of things that don't need to be done by the middle of December or by December 25th or 26th or by January 6th. There are a lot of festivities that can wait until after the fact. And again, when it comes down to it, it's all about the feeling that you feel in your heart. And to help having that feeling, you need to carve out some time for yourself. And with that being said, my friends, I will be carving out time for myself and taking a holiday respite from the Free to Be Mindful podcast until after New Year's Day. So I wish you all a happy, happy, restful, safe, and joyous holiday season. And I really hope that you're able to be mindful of everything that's happening around you and be present for those you love, especially the little people in your life. Thanks so much for tuning in. And I invite you now to join me on this guided meditation. So right now, regardless of where you are or what you're doing, I invite you to think of your inner child, your younger self, to think of yourself during the age span of five to about nine or 10 years old. Think about during the holidays, during those times, what exactly excited you? Think about who it was or what it was that brought a smile to your face, that brought warmth to your heart. 
that brought feelings of joy and happiness. Think about the way that the holidays looked and felt then. And then turn inward to the person you are today. Perhaps you had some amazing memories as a child, or perhaps as an adult, you want to create new memories and new traditions with your family. Know that whatever you choose to do is the right thing for you. But as you're looking inward and as you continue to breathe in deeply, know that it doesn't have to look like a particular way, but that the aspect of how it feels weighs more than how it looks. Take a few moments now to think of the way you want the time leading up to the holidays and even after the holidays, how you would like for that to look like and feel like and sound like and be like. And then also provide yourself with space and grace to allow it to be whatever it comes out being, to let go of those high expectations to let go of the ideals of perfection and to allow whatever will be to just be and find joy in those feelings as well. Have a happy holiday and I'll see you in the new year. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. It would mean a ton if you took this moment to review the Free to Be Mindful podcast on the platform you catch your favorite shows. That quick and easy act lets me know what you enjoy, and it helps others find the podcast too. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you can listen along next week. In the meantime, I welcome you to catch me on social media at Counselor V. De Jesus. And as always, remember, in a world where you are free to be anything that you want to be, you are always free to be mindful. Catch you next week.